0: have gone through some difficult, difficult situations, and and I believe God wants to help some this morning. Amen? Uh, Matthew 13, 45, have you found your spot? Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant, a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had, and he bought it. Now, we know the primary application of this, Jesus is the merchant man, and the pearl is the church, and and Jesus thought enough of the pearl to give all that he had, his life, to pay for it, and and that's a great, great message all in itself, but God has given me a little different slant to it, a little, little different view of the pearl that I want to share with you today. And if you will pray for me, let's pray for each other. And let's pray that God will help us in our time of need. Will you do that with me this morning? Father, in Jesus' name, please, please speak to our hearts. Take the truth of your word and, 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 and Lord, bring healing to our soul. A lot of broken people, Lord. A lot of people experiencing pain of, of, of tragedies, pain, pain of difficult situations, pain of failures, Lord, the devil's just trying to destroy. But I'm glad to know, I'm glad to know that you're you're bigger than my failure. You're bigger than my, my suffering. You're bigger than my problem. And God, you have the ability to turn pain into pearls. And I pray that your will be done today. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say it. Amen. You be seated. it. Uh, 2007 it was a crazy year uh, we had many many things come in that year that was really really painful really difficult for church uh, we had one situation where an estranged estranged husband committed suicide and in just a matter of days the, the wife was killed in a car accident le- leaving the 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 children the babies little bitty babies orphans in a matter of weeks. we had one of our best Sunday school teachers uh, uh, die of a heart attack massive massive heart attack on a sunday morning in a matter of of of, of days uh one of one of our one of, our, uh, uh, one of our best young people attempted suicide. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about it was just by the grace of God and the mercy of God that God allowed her to live. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. We were so broken. And, and just a matter of time, I, I mean, I'm talking about a short span of time. All of these things took place. Our, our organ players little son aaron 7 years old lost his battle or actually he won his battle with leukemia Amen. god took him to heaven all in this span of time now i don't know about you but when it comes to me hurting that's one thing but when i have to see other people hurting that's hard to handle Man, I, I, I begin to beg God and, and say, God, I, I, I can't handle this. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, I, you, when, when you're dealing with one tragedy, it's one thing. But when it's over and over and over and over, all in a span of time, uh, Lord, it's one thing to preach about, Job, but well, we're living it. God, I need some help. You know, it's an amazing thing that, that, that some, of, some of my best messages have come through the darkest times. And God began to speak to my heart about this particular subject, and I want to I share it with you this morning. And I'll try to be brief as I can, but if please pray for me and allow me to, to get the point across. Um, the oyster and the pearl. Most people know that, that the, the pearl is the only gem that's created in a living organism. The pearl is created in the oyster, in the body of the oyster, in the shell of the oyster, and... And, and and it is amazing it's amazing process the way all of this takes place in and if you, if you, you see the, the, the oyster will open its shell and, and it'll feed and, and it'll live on the ocean floor there and, 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 the, and the shell will open up and, and, and the water will come through, the salt water will come through and nutrients and, and, and materials and it'll feed on the, the things there and, 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 and it'll close the shell and open the shell. And it's just living its life, minding its own business, not bothering other oysters, not bothering any other organism. Then all of a sudden, a foreign particle, will invade the life of that oyster. It could be a grain of sand. It could be a bacteria. Uh, There's several other things researchers have found that, that will come into the life of that oyster and embed itself into the body of that oyster, causing that oyster excruciating pain. I mean excruciating pain. And that oyster will do everything it can to expel it. It will do everything it can to push that that particle out of its life. Do everything it can to change its situation. Do everything it can to stop hurting with no avail, with no success. So the oyster begins to produce from the mantle of the oyster. The mantle produces a substance called nacre and nacre will coat will coat that particle, will coat that grain of sand, will coat that foreign body. Whatever it is that's causing the oyster such great pain. You see, the nacre is what makes the shell of the oyster. How many of y'all, how many of y'all have ever seen the shell of an oyster, that translucent inside, that, that silvery looking substance on the inside? That's, that's the oyster, uh, that is the shell of the oyster that's produced by the nacre. And as the oyster grows, the, 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 the nacre will produce a bigger and bigger shell. Well, it begins to coat that grain of sand or that particle, that, 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 that thing that is causing it such great pain. And layer after layer, layer after layer. Every time it hurts, it coats it. Every time it feels it, it coats it. Every time it's uncomfortable, it coats it. It, it just keeps producing it and producing it and producing it. It keeps coating it and coating it and coating it. And coating it. Then all of a sudden... There's a pearl. You say, what does that got to do with me? In this this process, God really showed me something about the Christian life. And I want to give you three quick things, real, real, real quick, that may help you today deal with what you're going through right now. Number one, I want you to see we're talking about the pearl. Nobody likes the pain, but everybody wants a pearl. We don't want the process, but we want God to make a pearl in our life because a pearl is beautiful. A pearl is valuable. And a pearl represents beauty. But I want to talk about that today. Number one. Number one. If you're taking notes, write this down. I want you to see the pain, the pain of its beginning. We're talking about the pearl, the pain of its beginning. You see, you see this, this. This, uh, this oyster was minding its own business. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this foreign matter came in. Out of nowhere, this grain of sand invaded its life. Out of nowhere, wasn't looking for it, wasn't expecting it. All of a sudden, it just felt excruciating pain. And you see, the pain of the pearls beginning is so difficult because of its unexpected difficulty. There was an unexpected Difficulty. I can't tell you how many times I've counseled with people in my office, how many times I've been in the living room of a family, how many times I've been sitting in the waiting room at the emergency room, how many times I've been sitting at the funeral home, and they cried out, I never saw this coming. I never expected this. This blindsided me. This came out of nowhere. I never thought in a million years that he would leave me or she would leave me. I never thought in a million years my kid would do something like this. I never thought in a million years that I would lose my house. I never thought in a million years that I would go bankrupt. Man, I've worked for this company for 30 years and they've laid me off. I didn't see it coming. Unexpected difficulty. Do you realize that your life can turn upside down with one phone call? One test result. One tragic accident. One situation that you never saw coming. You didn't plan. It just happened. And now your life is completely turned upside down. Unexpected difficulty. And then it's so painful because of the unsuccessful deliverance. Write that down. Unsuccessful deliverance. You see the the oyster will will squeeze and the oyster will spasm and and the oyster will try and try and try and try to expel this particle, to expel this foreign matter, to get what is hurting, to get away. He wants to stop hurting so bad. He does everything he can. He does everything in his power. He does everything in his knowledge. He does everything in his ability to stop hurting, to get this thing out of his life much like we do as Christians. When that devastating thing comes, when that painful situation takes place, when that difficulty that we are going through, we pray and we pray and we pray and we beg God and we beg God and, and, and listen, we'll read books and we'll go to conferences and we'll go to counseling and, and we'll, we'll talk to people smarter than we are and we'll do everything possible. Oh God, oh God, please get this out of my life. Please help the pain to st- go away. Please stop this situation from happening. Please fix this situation to no avail. Now, I know what you're thinking. When are you going to get to some Bible? How How about the apostle Paul? Paul, if there's anybody that knew God, he knew him. And the Bible says that there was a thorn in his flesh. Now, I don't know what it is. People speculate. We don't need to speculate. When he's silent, we need to be silent. When God speaks, we speak. Uh, All we know is it was a thorn in his flesh that caused him great suffering, great pain, great agony. He he said, this is how he described it. He said, the messenger of Satan to buffet me. And the word buffet means to rap with the fist. All I know, it could be his eyesight. It could be his ugly appearance. It could be a false messenger who was irritating him all the time and coming against him. I don't know what it was. All I know is it was painful. And he went to God thrice. He went to God on one occasion and said, oh, God, take this thorn away. I can't take this. I can't deal with this. Oh, God, would you take this pain? No answer. No change. No difference. Oh, God, he went again. Oh, God, I know i have done ask you one time, but God, I'm asking you again. Oh, God, would you help me? Would you help me? No answer. No avail. No change in the situation. The pain was still there. The difficulty was still there. Three times, oh God, oh God help me, oh God I'm hurting, oh God help me, help me, to no avail. Listen, you say, oh yeah, well, he's just in his painful situation, he wasn't praying right. Well, how about this, this gentleman, in a garden one day, and this is his prayer, Father, I know all things are possible with thee. And if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. Let this cup pass from me. Oh, Father, help me. Oh, let this cup pass from me. Not just one time. Not just two times. Three different times Jesus prayed for relief. Now you may say Paul don't know how to pray, or he was just in a mental situation where he couldn't. Don't tell me that about Jesus. And don't you just like these super spiritual people who will say you just need to pray harder? You're not praying hard enough. Well, my soul, how hard do you gotta pray? Well, Jesus prayed till his sweat became as great drops of blood. He was so fervent. He was so urgent in his prayer that his sweat became as blood. Now, that's praying. Don't tell me that's not hard enough. Man, pardon me, but some people irritate the fire out of me. They don't have no clue what they're talking about. Well, I tell you, if it was me, well, it ain't you, so hush. You don't know till you've gone in their shoes a mile. Oh, if you'd just pray harder. Nobody prayed as hard as Jesus to no avail. It was painful. The beginning of this pearl is very painful. Because of an unexpected difficulty, because of an unsuccessful deliverance. But then I want you to see number two, I want you to see the process of its becoming. It's gonna get a little better now. The process of its becoming. You see, there comes a point in the life of that, 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 that oyster that he's tried and he's tried and he's tried and he's frustrated and he's, frustrated and he's irritated and he's done everything he could and, 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 he's, and he's done everything, and everything in his ability to make this happen, to quit hurting, to get this thing out of his life and to a point that he has to accept it. He has to accept it. Now, see, here's where, the, here's where the process is so important. Here's where we got to get. We've got to understand that God is smarter than we are. Amen. we got to understand that God's plan is better than my plan. You see, God spoke to, God spoke to uh, uh, Paul and said, Now, look, Paul, I know you want me to take this thorn away but because of the, the, the revelation that's been given to you, because the greatness of what you've seen and experienced, lest you be exalted above measure because of the revelations, I'm going to give you this thorn, but I'm going to give you grace. You don't need me to take this away. If I was to take this thorn away, you would be raised up in pride and you would be no good to me. And you, your ministry would go in the toilet. You, you need this. What is he saying? I'm smarter than you, Paul. I know better. You need this in your life. And we've got to accept that if we've prayed and we've prayed and we've prayed and we've prayed and it has not changed, it has not moved, it has not. Listen, it, to no avail, we need to understand God is up to something. What if if the Father would have said, okay, Jesus, you don't have to get on the cross. We'd all go to hell. We'd all go to hell. God is smarter than we are. You don't know how I'm hurting. I know, I know, I know. But God's up to something. And until you are willing to accept that God's plan is greater, you can never move to the next step. And the process of our pain becoming a pearl is we have to accept it. And then the oyster does something incredible. It adopts it. It not only accepts the particle. It not only accepts that this situation is not going to change. It not only accepts that this issue is in their life. He says, I'm going to make this part of who I am. And what that oyster does said, I can't get rid of you. So I'm going to just make you part of the family. And, and, and the process of it making it part of itself, just like it makes the shell, it'll make that particle part of who it is. It adopts it. You say, preacher, what does that mean to us? The moment that you understand that whatever is in your life and whatever's causing your pain and causing your suffering, that God has got a plan for it, and you say, God, don't waste my pain. Use it for your glory. Let me apply it. Many of you may have heard of the name Dave Reaver. Maybe you've not. Dave Reaver was in Vietnam. He he had a phosphorus grenade in his hand. And a sniper shot the phosphorus grenade out of his hand. And it exploded. Blew him out of the boat that he was in and just melted his body. I mean, literally just from the top of his head, it just melted his skin off. No ears, no extremities. He he, he looked like a monster. He was a believer in Christ. He said when they put him on the surgeon's table and they cut him open, there was so much phosphorus in his system, when the oxygen hit the phosphorus, he caught on fire on the surgeon's table. Devastating. Burned beyond recognition from head to toe. There he is laying in that bed. He said, I had two tubes coming into my body. One for food and one for medicine. That's keeping me alive. He said, as I lay in that bed, as I lay in that bed, he said, there was a man beside me whose wife walked in, checked the charts and seen the charts and saw him and she took off her wedding band and laid it on his chest and said, I can't handle this. I can't live like this. And in just a few days, he died. Probably brokenhearted. Dave says, I'm not going to live like this. This ain't going to happen to me. I'm not going to be able to take that kind of rejection. I couldn't handle that if that happened to me. I'm just going to take my own life. And he snatched the tube out. The only problem was he snatched the wrong one. He said I went to snatch the medicine that's keeping me alive and he said I pulled out the food tube and I was alive and now I was starving to death. (laughs) He said God kept me alive. He said that day came. He said my face was so swollen I could barely see. He said I saw her coming. I saw her coming. My heart was like it was frozen. So she looked at the chart and checked out the chart to see to make sure it was him because you couldn't tell. And she said she, she went to the, the, most, the most messed up place on his face and kissed it and said, I'll be yours till Jesus comes. Woo, say amen. Ho, 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 ho. We can't waste time because i got a lot to say. Uh, He's a believer now. He said every day of his life I woke up and he said I prayed and I prayed because I knew God could change me. I knew God could heal me. I knew God could fix me because if God can dig in the dust of this ground and form man, he can fix me. And I would pray for a miracle. I would believe for a miracle. I would fast for a miracle. I would beg God for a miracle. And every day I would wake up knowing, excited that God had solved it and God had fixed it and God had changed this monstrous face back to what it was. And he said, I would look in the mirror and it would be the same monster looking back at me. He said Then one day I was able to use my situation to bring somebody to Jesus. He said now I go to war torn countries. Countries that have gone through civil wars. That have limbs missing. And, 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 and eyes missing. And, and broken mutilated bodies. And he said missionaries can speak to them. And they won't listen. But when they see me. They listen to me. Because it's amazing what happens. When somebody knows how you feel. And it's not that now watch this now it's not that they related to his message they related to his pain And God used his pain to win thousands and thousands of people to Christ He turned pain into pearls Some of you may some of you may be familiar with the name John Walsh maybe you're not Maybe you're familiar with the name Adam Walsh. Maybe you're not. Adam Walsh was in was in a mall, was in a a, a clothing store with his mother. He was kidnapped. I read the story just just the other day, just to get refreshed. And, and And the way it took place, he he was playing with some other kids at a at a a console video game console, and his mother was looking at something, and 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 they was. They was causing a ruckus, and, and, and so the manager told them to leave. And this young boy, who was really too, too shy to say anything, and too young, was put outside. And a serial killer picked him up, kidnapped him, mutilated him. His remains was found in a canal not just a few miles from where I grew up. What a horrible tragedy. His daddy John Walsh started a started a ministry, if you will. You might have not heard of John Walsh and you might not have heard of Adam Walsh, but how many of y'all have ever heard of America's Most Wanted? That was started by John Walsh. And and do you do you realize that throughout the time that that's been on. 966 fugitives have been captured to date. Now watch this. 54 missing children and persons have been found through through America's Most Wanted in the ministry that started out of little Adam's death. 54 children brought back to their parents. 54 mothers thanking God that their kid had been found. Preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying this. God took a tragedy and he made a pearl. There's a young lady named Melinda. Most of y'all know my good friend, Brother Craig Edwards. Brother Craig Edwards, an awesome preacher. His daughter, Melinda, had a little son named Sawyer. Two years old. Blonde haired. Just, just, just full of life. I was visiting him not just a short period before that happened. And, 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 and everybody called him little saw-saw. Little saw-saw would come up to you and he would reach his hands out. And, and instead of, hold me, hold me, he'd say, hold you, hold you, hold you. They'd pick him up. and Well, there was, they were having a 4th of July celebration at, at the parents' house. And, and there was a miscommunication between all the adults about who had their eye on him. And somehow or another, he got, he got away from him, and, and he fell in the pool and drowned. Most devastating thing you've ever seen. Melinda was holding him and trying to do CPR and screaming and they took him away from her. And she said, I run through the house and I ran down the driveway in the gravel and I just fell on my face in the gravel, the rock gravel, screaming to God, please. Please don't let my baby die. Please, screaming, oh God, oh God, take me instead. Oh God, don't let my baby die. The next day I drove up there. They called me and told me and I went up there and I drove them to the funeral home. And for a solid hour I've never experienced anything like that. She screamed bloody murder for an hour, solid, grieving, grieving and broken. It was the the most horrible experience I've ever gone through. Time went by and I thought, "This this is it. She'll never get over this. She'll never get through this. There's some stuff, ladies and gentlemen, we'll never get over in our life. But we'll get through it. And I thought, she'll never get through it and a while passed by time passed by time passed by and i called brother craig i needed something from him and somebody answered the phone i said hello i said i need is brother craig there and and said so, well he's outside i said who is this she said it's me melinda and i said what's happened to you <laughs> she she knew she knew she knew because the last time i was with her She said, well, let me tell you what happened. Through all the grief and all the sorrow and all the brokenness, there came a point that I had to make his life count. And she said, I I started Sawyer's Hope. Sawyer's Hope is a ministry that takes uh, clothing and food and and shoes and jackets to to really, 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 really poor, 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 poverty-stricken areas up in the mountains, in the Appalachian Mountains. You don't have to go to Nicaragua to find poor people people. Devastate. Places, houses with not even glass in the windows. And And listen, hundreds and hundreds of little children are getting shoes and they're getting coats to wear and they're getting food to eat and they're getting all of this thing through a ministry called Sawyer's Hope. And it turned everything around. When she was willing to say, I can't change this. I can't do anything about this. This will never change in my life, but I can adopt it and make it who I am. Let me bring it a little closer to home. Let me bring it a little closer to home. Brother Jeff Robertson, I don't normally do this, but he told me to this morning. I don't like it. I don't like even talking about it because he's one of my best friends. And he got a time away from God. Because I know what you're thinking. All of them are tragedies, preacher. But what if my pain is caused from my stupidity? What if my pain is caused from my own failures? You You see, Peter denied Christ. And Jesus warned him. But you know who got to stand on the day of Pentecost? Do you know who wrote in the word of God? Be be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary of the devil is as a roaring out Roman seeking whom he may devour. It was Peter. But it came from a painful situation. God turned his failure into a pearl. Well, Jeff, he was the one that called me to come to temple. He was the song leader in the church, the worship leader here at temple in the little building. He was on the pulpit committee that found me. One of my best friends. He got away from God. And let me say this. Before you get high and mighty and snooty and think this can't happen to you, get a life. Because when you think you're you're too good that it couldn't happen to you, be careful. Boy, just slipped away from God and it can happen so easily. Got caught up in a a drug situation and ended up going to prison. Five years of his life. Prison. Leading singing at the church. One of my best friends. We've talked about the Bible several times before and now I'm sitting in prison. And that moment came in his life that he said, how? How? Did I get here? And now today, every week, he's mentoring, he's helping people with addictions. He's working in life recovery. He's going to class right now to get his counseling degree to change people who's gone through what he's gone through. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying this. God took his failure, his pain, his difficulty, everything he went through, and he's making a pearl. He's making a pearl. You see, Jeff said, I can't change this. I wish to God this never happened. I wish to God I could go back in time, but I can't change this. But I can can use it to help somebody else. You see, he accepted it. He adopted it. Then number three, let me say this real quick and we'll, we'll pray. God knows this is the good part. Number one, say it with me. We see the pearl, the pain of its... Beginning Number two, we see the process of its, then I want you to see this, the presentation of its beauty. God will never allow pain without the plan to present you with beauty. Uh-huh. What's so beautiful about the pearl, preacher? A, in the light that it reflects. You see, the unique luster of the pearl depends upon the reflection and refraction of light from the translucent layers. The thinner and more numerous the layers in the pearl, the finer the luster. The iridescence that the pearl displays is caused by the overlapping of successive layers, which breaks up the light falling on the surface of the pearl. What does that mean? The more layers, the more light is reflected. Now, let's go back and review. What creates the layers? The pain. Every time the oyster hurts, another layer, another layer. Every time it feels it, another layer, another layer, another layer, another layer. Every time it's stressed, another layer. Every time it hurts, another layer. Every time it goes through difficulty, another layer. And hallelujah. And the more layers, the more light it reflects. Preacher, what are you saying? Everything you go through in your life that brings you hurt, that brings you pain, that brings you sorrow, that brings you suffering, it gives you a greater potential and a greater opportunity to reflect Jesus to the rest of this world. And everything you go through, God is just making you more and giving you more power, more ability, more opportunity to reflect the light of Jesus Christ to broken people in this world. Every time. And you know the cool part about this? That oyster is not trying to be spiritual. That oyster's not trying to make a pearl. That oyster's just trying to stop hurting. Preacher, why are you saying all that? Because I'm not trying to get you to be spiritual in your difficult situation. I just know you want to stop hurting. But just remember this in your situation, God's making a pearl. Yeah. Then lastly, lastly, I love this part. <clears throat> We see the presentation of its beauty in in the the light that it reflects. But then I want you to see this. In the looking, in the looking that it reminds. Do you know what makes the trip worth it going down to Florida? The beach when you get there. Say amen. Bless God, I can endure 11 hours as long as I get to see Mickey on the other end. Say amen. (laughs) Or Goofy or any of the rest of them. Amen. Amen. That's that's Disney, people that don't know. That's Disney. Amen. You know there's something on the other end. You know that this this road may be rough, but boy, when I get there. It may be rocky, but boy, when I get there. Hey, there may be some curves, and there may be some hills, and there may be some valleys, but oh, oh, when I get there. Hallelujah. This is a door, or a gate, if you will. Y'all with me? i got to go through the gate to get to the other side. i got to go through this gate to get from this realm to the next. Are you all with me? Do you know the Bible says that we through, say that word with me, we much tribulation, much tribulation. We go through much tribulation to enter into the kingdom of God. Are you all with me? you all with me? Now watch this. I don't know if you've read or not, but if you'll go read about the city of God, the city of heaven, you've got to go through a gate. In order to get in, you've got to go through a gate. Through. Y'all ain't going to believe what that gate's made of. Before you see a street of gold, before you see the walls of Jasper, before you see the crystal river, before you see the throne and the four beasts around the throne, before you see the mansion that he has prepared for you, you got to pass the pearls. And you know what I think God's doing? The Bible says for mm, for the sufferings of this present time, cannot be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in that day. And I believe that God is saying this. I believe when you see those pearls, when you see those gates, and you see the beauty and the splendor and the wonder of those gates, I believe God is saying to every human being, I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. Every tear, every sorrow, every pain, every hurt, everything you've ever gone through, it's going to be worth it because when you pass these gates, it's going to be unbelievable. Everything you've ever gone through, I'm going to make it up to you. It's going be." worth it somebody help me give God praise and glory in this house this morning hallelujah God can take your pain God can take your suffering God can take your heartache God can even take your failures and he can make pearls out of your pain what the devil tried to kill you with God will bring it about for your good somebody say amen Hallelujah. Let's stand. Everyone stand. Let's stand. Man, I feel good. How about y'all? Oh, God, help us today. Help us today. There's hurting people in this room today. There's people with failures in their life today. There's people with difficulties and tragic situations that's taking place in their life. And they need to know that you can. You have the ability to turn a painful situation into a pearl. A difficult situation into glory. Oh God, help those that are here today. Help those here that are in need. Help those here with tears in their eyes. Help those here with brokenness in their hearts. Let them come to the altar right now. Right when I'm praying, come right now. Let them come and seek your face. Let them come, Lord, and seek your help. Lord, let them come and find the peace and the grace that they need to get through this difficult time in their life. I pray that your will be done. God will thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. I want you to come as he sings. As he sings, if you need to come, if you have a need, if you have a burden, if you've got a prayer request that you need God to help you with, I want you to come right now as we sing. As we sing. If you're not singing, I want you to be praying. I want you to be praying. This is the invitation. This is the invitation. Do you need to come? Do you need somebody to pray with you? Maybe you need to get saved. We've got people at this altar. Be glad to take a Bible. Show you how to be saved this morning. Would you come? Lord, I feel oh, the weight of every, every burden on me. I pray? will Lord, lift lay down, God, that down you'll at the altar. God, I pray your will be done. Lay down sing on, at church, your sing. Feet. Sing on. Because I come am them, desperate for mercy. And I, I am desperate, desperate for, peace. for peace. Yes, Lord. Cause You're the one who is holy, and I, I'm the one who's in need. Sing it, church, so, so I, I can hear you sing on. Lay it down. I'll lay it down and give it to Him, God. I don't understand, but, but I know down at You do. The God, I can't figure this out, but I know You got it figured out. Oh, trust him today. Trust him today. Sing on. And who am, who am I, I to you? you? Is God speaking to your heart? He says, Cast all your care you upon him, for he careth thing. for you. Would you trust